Hey, Peter. Hey. This is like the sequel to our simple solos, but it's not. It's not. It actually, I'm a little too busy to even deal with you right now. Sorry. Okay. I'm Adam Manis. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear podcast. Daily music advice coming at you. Coming at you today, we're doing our five favorite busy solos. Now, the other day, we did our five favorite simple solos. Right. And we thought... Let's kick up the energy. Let's do it. Let's make it happen. Yeah. And so we're starting here with Michael Brecker. I don't even know if I'm going to pronounce this right, but Sizgi. 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 I, you know, I'm too busy to even evaluate how you're saying that. But I just had a little break in my schedule, so I can actually attend today's episode. Oh, let's check it out. Okay. Self-titled 1987 record called Michael Brecker. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he was just Michael like, Brecker's "This is what here. we're calling this record. Yeah. My name, yeah. and this is why." Sizgy. Yeah, yeah. So, Amazing. what's funny about that is like that's by far not the most busy Michael Brecker solo. I know it's like super like busy. But Michael Brecker, what a what a master, man. Miss For that sure. cat, man. For what sure. what a musician and just a- original original yeah. and like you can hear a sound so influential like yeah. more and more i'm, I'm hearing of course you know because i oh, yeah work right after this period um when i first met michael brecker i was working with joshua redman mm-hmm. and he was like super kind to josh and and all of us the younger players but like what an influence on josh i always forget all you those know. that generation yeah chris yeah. potter seamus blake know. oh my god yeah but uh, uh that's great stuff now, uh, we're going to move on to number two. This is a pianist who is, I don't know if he's really had any influence. Art Tatum. Ugh. Ever heard of this guy? Yeah. This is Tiger Rag. This is from, what year is this from? Man, th- I had to look this up because I was just like, I don't. I knew it was older than I thought, but shockingly, this is 1933. Just put that in your pipe and now, smoke you, that as you're listening. When okay? you said that before we started, you didn't say exactly 1933. You put an expletive in there because it's so shocking. Yes. I said, darn 1933. <laughs> no, you did not. Okay. Here it is. Tiger Rag, Art Tatum. Already busy. Come on. <laughs> Beautifully busy. That's amazing. Huh. I could do that, but I don't want to. <laughs> Man. Precision. Busy. Ah, oh, it's swinging. Were we talking about uh, stride the other quarter? I don't even want to talk about us talking about stride in the presence of this. <laughs> Here we go. It's getting a little busy. Too busy? Nah. I love my play button. That's his left hand. Got it flung. You know what I'm saying? Oh my goodness. That's why it's not too busy. Because I mean, but you nailed it with the like the feel. 
I mean, yeah. that's that's what really shocked me. Not that someone in 1933 could play all that piano. That could be at any time in history. The syncopation, the groove. Yeah, the groove. Unbelievable. And it's kind of ahead of its time, you know. For and sure. Like, he's sort of, in a lot of ways, you know, the missing, not the missing link, but the that real connection between, you know, stride and modern playing and solo piano. No, 100%. You know, and 100%. then we always view it from the lens of Oscar Peterson and his outsized influence on Oscar Peterson. But beyond that, just, you know, the, the how this instrument developed within the swing and the groove. I mean, it's it's at the Louis Armstrong kind of level for piano, I would it's say. It's pretty awesome. It's yeah. pretty awesome. I was talking and to... And busy AF. <laughs> I was talking to Jeffrey Heiser about... Like, he had heard a story about Art Tatum. Just, he, apparently, he just... And this is no surprise. He just lived on the piano bench. Wow. Like, he just spent his days sitting at the piano playing all day long. Right. I mean, so when people are like, how much should I practice? He's like, well, how good do you want to be? You know what I mean? Do you want to be art or do you want to be art? But, I, I, you know, it shows, man. It's, yep. it's, it's like, it's like, bre- it's like, I want to say it's like breathing, but it's like breathing the most beautiful breaths you've ever heard, you know? That's right. All right, so we're going to move on. This is, uh, we're going to go all the way up to the 90s here. This is Brad Meldow's intro from... Uh, <laughs> Live at the Village Vanguard Volume Four. I love with. how the '90s is sometimes becomes like our really modernist stuff. You know, it's like yeah, it's like the most ago. modern you can get. Now, <laughs> We're this going actually, all the way to the 1990s. This intro though had a lot of influence on a lot of oh, modern players huge, today. So, Got to hear the crowd noise first. Then Vanguard. Got to tune up before you do an eight. It's minute, not busy yet. Before you do an eight minute <laughs> intro, you got to tune up <laughs> the bass player. You just put tune up at the end of the intro, right? <laughs> a hoedown feel, right? I like it. Well, yeah, I mean, speaking of feel, right, from, from the Art Tatum, but this was, a, I think, a seminal moment in this kind of feel. Yeah. You know, he yeah. was so good at displacing these triplets. A lot of people started trying to play like this. A actually. lot of people started yeah. imitating this. And, or they started to be busy like this, but they nailed the time. They so couldn't do it like him. Yeah. He has such and a strong sense of his own time. That's right. This is cool because it's busy on a, it's busy in a different way from the Artatum. It's compositional of, still. Yeah. You know? And then like the vertical versus the horizontal too. But what a great reminder to us that like intros can be busy. And the way they play, as I recall this later on, is like a nice contrast going in and out of Yeah, when they finally get into it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like um Larry, is this Larry Grenadier? Yes, it is. Yeah, I mean Larry's he, after you he heard I'm starting to this. Larry's like, I'm going to the bar. It's only 100 feet away. I'll I'm be a, back. I'm tuned up. I, I, I'm going to order a Sazerac and drink it and be back in time. No problem. Yeah, man. Uh, so, Brad Maldow, Live at the Village Vanguard. Uh, Art of the Trio, Volume 4. Yeah, man. Live at the Village Vanguard. All the things you are. Iconic intro, I think, at this point. I remember when these records were coming out and, like, you know, because I was kind of on the scene up in New York a lot. And I was like, man, that's kind of cocky of Brad to, like, be... Because the first one, Volume 1, I'm like, oh. We'll be the judge if you get another one. And then I heard it, I was like, whoa, it's kind of good, man. Yeah. Okay. Right, maybe a volume two. Maybe there should be a volume two. I don't know. If you want to do four or five, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, next one, uh, Oscar Peterson trio, mm. Autumn Leaves. Now, you have this starting at like right around a 40 Play seconds? a little bit at the beginning, too. At least up to, like, see, play a little at the beginning. Let's start at the beginning. And this then is we our can... podcast. Man. We play however much Exactly. And, you know, there was a bunch of versions that he played of this. This one I love because... Because there's the Tatum connection. Busy AF already. Exactly. He goes next level on this, though. Huh. 
But then, you know, there's the melody. And then, beautiful, of course. We can probably jump up to about. No. Oh, no, let's play it. We only I got 20 said, seconds. Play it. Come on, man. Woo. <laughs> Woo. Woo. Alex is bopping his head, man. Because it feels awesome. We got Alex smiling without curse words. This is the red. Yeah. He's got a lot of ornamentation going. Uh, is that the most Oscar Peterson <laughs> moment you ever heard? Yeah, but he's like, it's kind of on 11 on this version of it. Yeah. From most of the ones I've heard. Here, bam. It's going to be simple, right? Oh, so simple. So, so simple. cute. It's cute. It's nifty. Oh. It's gonna be like that. Just gonna be swinging. Watch it. Watch. Oh no! Oh, oh no! He didn't. Oh no! He didn't. Come on. Whew. Oh, you should wait till the second or third course before you play all that, Oscar. Oh no! Go ahead. Yeah, this would be the highlight oh, of any solo I ever played. Man, he's like, I just played my first course. <laughs> yeah, he's just. This is like the build-up. Yeah, of, this is the, the apex for me at any moment. This is just the beginning. Maybe of my career. <laughs> but he'll go simple at any moment, man. He'll yeah. care. That's a good lesson, actually. Yeah. Come on, just effortlessly glides back and forth. That's the Oscar Peterson Sick. Trio, uh, live at CBC Studios, 1960. Autumn Leaves, unfriggin' believable. Yeah, and that's a rare one. I'd heard that long ago. Um, I mean, not long ago, but I was I was trying to find because I remember I was like, man, there was this one where this the spirit of the live. I love his arrangement on that Autumn Leaves, but this one. So we we're gonna link to this. It's definitely not the most known of the ones, but it might be fun for you guys. It'll be in the playlist. All right. So now our final one, our number five. Wait, final really? Yeah, this is it, bud. We got five. These are the five oh, of our favorites. Okay. You have this is Sting. Oh wait 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 no that's bonus. That's the bonus. Shh. Come on man. Well, we got McCoy Tyner. I didn't even see McCoy. Come what? on man. What? Mind blown. Our five fav, uh, five favorite busy solos. Oh. Uh, you see it now? I do see it now. Okay. Yeah. You got the so, link? Talk about this one. You want me to riff a little bit? Please do. <laughs> well, I bring it up. Okay. So McCoy Tyner. I was trying to think. I was like, man, who? Busy, busy, busy solos. And I didn't think hey, of Alex, This has not been my day. This has not been. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good, dog. So McCoy Tyner, I realized, like, because I learned some of his simpler solos, I forgot how busy he gets. And what a master. Like, he's really coming out, if not in a stylistic way, truly in a lineage of effective, busy playing from Art Tatum, Oscar Peterson, I think. You know, in a, in a way that, like, Herbie Hancock, who we don't have on this list because we, we I guess we're talking about him too much. And, um, you know, so, so can you, you do that? So but he had some busy you. moments. But, like, actually, McCoy had a lot of busy moments. But so well-crafted, we didn't really think about this. So this one, and I was trying to find, because I've always been a fan of the way he played over Afro Blue in, you know, like, 65, 64, that period with the classic Coltrane Quartet, Jimmy Garrison on bass, of course, Elvin Jones on drums. And this one is... Um, it's from Live at the Half Note. Yep. There's a couple other really good ones. The first one I heard and I had the album was Live at Birdland, which is great, but the piano is so out of tune, um, which is fine. And he's playing pretty busy, but on this one, he gets super busy. In a, in a so, straight-up McCoy way, too. In a straight-up McCoy way. Also, it. Live at Stockholm is great, too. But let's check out Live at the Half Note. This is uh, McCoy solo, so started at 42, approximately. Gotcha.
And I mean, Elvin is certainly helping with the busyness, just all up in there. This quartet could get busy in a yeah. great way. Intensity level starts at 11. Oh, nine. Oh. <laughs> busy bunch? Hashtag busy bunch? Question mark. This guy's got no time for anything. <laughs> and the left hand, busy. Heavy, busy. But the way, I mean, the syncopation. Blues, oh. blues. Even little riffs are busy. <laughs> uh. Left hand is relentless. It never lets up. Ah. Uh. Yeah, those little slides out of the man. Don't even attempt this if you don't. If you aren't on your game, this is this is. Do very not get this busy. Expert level kind of yeah. stuff. Woo. This is like a chef that throws in like thirty ingredients. You better know what you're doing. Ah. Uh. Oh. <laughs> Come on, McCoy. Why are you so busy, man? Uh, it's McCoy Tyner with the man. John Coltrane. McCoy, you know it's funny. As much as we talk about Herbie and Chick and Art Tatum, all these great. For me, every, you know, when I really, like, I don't talk about McCoy enough because, like, he was actually kind of my, I mean, Herbie for sure, but McCoy on record was the first, like, pianist that I connected with on, on such a visceral level and just, like, a love of music. You know, it is And, weird. like, I want to do that. I want to do that sound, man. And I was the same way. Yeah. Real McCoy, all oh the Coltrane stuff, and we don't actually talk about him nearly as much as he's been an influence oh, man. And he's still out here, man. And, and what a, a kind spirit. I mean, oh, look. He's such a cool I have, I have not heard a great jazz musician that then I got the, when I did get, if I got the, the, the joy of meeting them, that they weren't just the sweetest people yeah. and generous and yeah. just like their music. You yeah, that's true. You don't get to be great that easy. I mean, Buddy Rich, I heard, was an a-hole, but yeah, that could be notorious. Ray Charles, perhaps, but for sure. Um, well, uh, that's it. Those are our five. Wait, wait, we got more, man. Why you, why you skip? Oh, so we're not going to do Cold... Oh, okay, we did Coltrane already. Gotcha. You had Coltrane on here, too. Yeah, but we One, ran out of... two, three, four. Oh, yeah, you're right. We got five. We got a bonus coming up. We got a bonus minute. coming up. This is disjointed AF today. I love it. What, man, I'm a little off my but game But you know today. what? We're I'm busy. Sure. Like, we, we even did the episode. It's busy, right? Just like I've already little... played a bitches brew session. <laughs> <laughs> man, I'm going to tell you, there's some busy stuff on that. Yeah, there is. So um, this was really exciting. This combined with the other day, a couple days ago, we did the simple solos. This really lets you know... Look, we could we could also play probably for just about every everybody some very simple solos. Certainly McCoy, Lonnie's Lament. Of all these people, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so something to think about is like, do it at the right time. That's this is this Afro Blue is from a you know live recording, and then you know they would do certain ballads and stuff. Like to be able to have that range if you're playing, especially as a pianist, because you have the ability. I mean, McCoy, Artane. I mean, they're talking about using every range of the piano. Like, how do you use your musical taste to get busy, as they say? So yeah, yeah, a lot of fun great. stuff. Well, go to OpenStudioJazz.com to check out uh, our busy courses. Yeah, our <laughs> dashboard is kind of busy. We've Actually, been accused of having a busy dashboard. You know, we have this new ESP, Elements of Solo Piano with Jeffrey Kieser. There's Ooh. some busy AF stuff well, we, going We could on have had Kieser on here. I know. Kieser's a great busy and He's a good busy. Player. He can yeah. do both. He's very, very hands-on. Yeah. Right. He's yeah, literally, hands both hands-on. you got to hand it to him the way he plays with... Okay. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, right, we're going to go out on I the bonus. I want a hand up, not a hand down. We're going to go on the bonus. This is Sting. This is yeah, Kenny Kirkland's this, solo this is on your boy. Well, I just love this solo, and this Kenny could get super busy and like rhythmic. This one actually, we'll, we'll see how far we get because he starts to get really busy later. It actually starts out kind of simple, but I love the way it starts. So we got to start it there. Four, four sixteen. Sting, my bring on the night. This is from a live album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah this is the. Uh, 
This is from the from the from the movie. Come oh, from the movie. Yeah, you didn't grow up in the '80s, so you don't uh, remember this. This is a big moment. Branford Marsalis, Omar Hakim. You'll hear it. <laughs> 